Hello everyone, welcome to the 8th episode of our podcast when we met. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about how to stay relevant through blogging even in the age of social media and to break some of the myths around blogging because a lot of my podcaster friends ask me why do you blog about your episodes uh, when you can make videos about it, when you can make audiograms about it and you know it's also about okay, you, you are releasing a audio as well as a video podcast where you want to write blogs also and I never really had an answer about that but through this episode I think I'm going to urge you all to you know just just watch this conversation just listen to this conversation and you'll get an answer about it that why is uh, blogging important even in the age of social media I am speaking to one of my very good friend who is the co-founder and CEO of Blog Chatter, which is a community of bloggers and they do some awesome work. We'll, I'll just mention the link to their website in the description of this episode and also probably just attach our Richard's Instagram link so that you can maybe DM her and reach out to her directly. Uh, very, very kind person and a very good friend of mine. And let's jump into the conversation with her directly to understand more about how to stay relevant through blogging in the age of social media. Thank you so much, Richa, for joining in uh, for this conversation today. I know, I mean, I've known you since like almost years now. And uh, <laughs> even before, like when we met for the first time in an offline discussion around social media, it was very, very interesting. I hope this conversation also, you know, just turns out to be that interesting. Only this time, it's just virtual. That's the difference. Yes, I am also quite happy to be here. And as long as I am here, I'm hoping the conversation will be interesting. <laughs> We're going to do, I mean, this, this, this is probably going to be like most casual uh, conversations yes, I've had because, you know, it, it feels like we show and you know, it's, it's just very formal. I, I just want to break that uh, for the listeners and viewers this time that, you know, it's going to be a little casual uh, compared is. to that. I am so, nothing but casual. <laughs> So, Richa, yeah. I mean, I know you as, you know, a blogger, a writer, founder of a blog chatter, community builder, a social media person, and, you know, a, a lot of other interactions that we have on uh, social media. But how do, what can people know you as? Like, if you could just introduce yourself and then we could move into the conversation. So, I think it's taken me a long time Um you know, despite the fact that I'm a narcissist, to finally accept that all the other hats are, a, <clears throat> I think, like a bigger, I mean, they're a smaller version of entrepreneur. So I have reached that, you know, as a conclusion over the last one year that I may want to run away from it because it seems like a daunting word to handle. But I think all of it leads to the fact that, you know, um, you're enterprising on new things and you're building uh, people together as a you, right? So I feel like that's the word that describes me in all my avatars. You know, this this is like a very difficult question for me always to answer. Like, if we say that, like, introduce yourself, I every time answer something new. Like, every time... <laughs> And, and you know, it's usually like my friends sometimes feel, dude, you you are this also, you feel like, like this also. And I'm like, so yeah. I, I, I mean, I so relate to exactly what you have just narrated. I think it's just because we are so, we don't want to take ourselves very seriously. Right? We're creative people. We want to jump into new roles. We want to like, you know, try on more hats. 
and that's where it pushes us into a corner where we like oh are we really an entrepreneur are we really that serious are we really into yeah. a formal structure yeah. or way of things right yeah. but i think in the last one year i have sort of you know settled it in my head that everything else is an uh, offshoot of the world entrepreneur it's and i've yeah. sort of now started imbibing it yeah and the world around us is also so evolving and constantly changing that maybe we also have to adapt and that's why you know all those introductions that i do let's say one yes. twice or two weeks later it's going to yeah. be different uh, yes something similar and you know why i wanted to speak to you about this whole topic is i for these podcast episodes we still write blogs also about it and you know some some <laughs> people like still you? feel <laughs> some people feel that you know we are really old school or something like that but i but i feel to explain them that no it's important that's also how you get organic discovery through a different kind of content so i just want to know from you like how has really blogging let's say evolved from the early days of the internet or let's say how we see it today in the social media era and i know this is a very broad question like if you want yeah. to take some time to answer that's completely okay e i feel like the uh, a short answer is that uh, contrary to what people would want you to believe um, blogging is actually thriving a whole lot more in today's world um, you know and which is why i'm sorry that i'm going to be politically incorrect that a lot of the influencers use the word blogger because they do understand that that's the most serious connotation to their body of work you know so why is it that so many influencers don't want to use the word influencer but you know keep ascribing themselves as bloggers so that's the first i would say the symptomatic version that blogging is thriving absolutely secondly i feel that a lot of the ecosystem currently is a push and pull of what the brands want what the agencies want um where are they entering into the picture in terms of building campaigns you know where the revenues are flowing what all is happening is that in the mix of things some brands and some agencies want to take a shortcut and say oh instagram is blogging because what yeah. dikhta hai to bikta hai wala situation yeah. hai right so no none of them want to do their due diligence into the fact that when you are searching something say i'm searching for a product the search results do not give me an influencer's post they give yeah, me yeah. the blog right that's what yeah. it is and even for that matter um, fast moving products like fashion right like i absolutely love picking on good skin care products and i know so mm-hmm. many people who spend a good amount of money on skin care never go by instagram we all yeah. go and read detailed reviews of you know what could be the potential side effect what's happening whether this product is right yeah. for my skin etc etc so fashion which is considerably the most apt um, genre for instagram or away from blogging as people would want you to believe is still relying heavily on blogging so i think a this is a myth that's what it is it's a myth that is being propagated by people into the system who do not want to a do their work showcase it to the brand ki ha wo 500 words long form content is important but it's work right it's getting into the nitty gritty of things so that's where the whole the illusions come into the picture having said all of that i work extensively with a lot of brands i've been extremely lucky that blockchain now has been working with more than 50 brands now each one of those brands have come back after the first campaign and said that brand sentiment moves only when there's long form content anybody out there would tell you the same thing 
ब्रांड सेंटिमेंट मूवमेंट इतना डिफिकल्ट टास्क होता है यू कैन नॉट एक्सपेक्ट एन इंस्टा स्टोरी टू डू दैट जो क्लॉक भी नहीं होता है बाय द ब्रांड सेंटिमेंट एनालिसिस सो आई थिंक ए यू ब्लॉगिंग इज हियर टू स्टे दीज काइंड ऑफ एड्स कम एंड गो एवरी नाउ एंड देन वीव सीन विद टिकटॉक एंड वेरी अनफॉर्चुनेट इवेंट दैट सो मेनी टिकटॉक इन्फ्लुएंसर्स ओवर नाइट वैनिश्ड राइट गॉड फॉर बिट इज समथिंग लाइक इंस्टाग्राम डज अ सिमिलर ट्रिक or if it decides yeah. that you know what your 100k profile does not meet our rules and regulations you are gone so yeah. and that will never happen with your blog because that's your own right it will never yeah. be yeah. away so yeah. i think that's what my version of what blogging is right now so i understood it in terms of you know as as let's say bloggers or even through the brand's perspective how do you think like the readership has evolved or transformed in the past few years or let's say a decade because i still love to read long articles like i am i am the kind of guy who who you know pay for maxter for ny times uh wall street journal and i'll i'll spend my money over there instead of you know netflix or hotstar yeah i but i, mean, I don't see people my friend circle or you know the extended people that i have they doing this so what's so your view about i feel like the long form content um consumption has actually expanded contrary to what a lot of people are saying so you know we are not in competition with a social media post that's the crux of the matter it's not like i am not on instagram or i'm not on twitter or i'm not on facebook i was not on tiktok thankfully but uh, you know it's not like i'm not consuming content on those platforms i am they are not in competition with my long form reading that's the first again myth busting that i want to do here secondly when i started blogging i was like what 12 years 13 years ago right long long time at that time uh, pawan you will not believe um, people didn't know what is a blog they didn't even understand the concept of you know maintaining a wordpress site or you know how what a dashboard looks like but today there is not a single friend who does not know in my circle as to what is wordpress so yeah purely from that perspective i would say blogging is thriving like anything you know there was zero amount of awareness 13 years back today people have opinions like blogging is dead same people who didn't know blogging existed 13 years back have come back to tell us blogging is dead you're recognizing blogging that in itself means it's alive and thriving so yeah. that's the first bit secondly i think so many people read long form content and do not even realize it so you know you and i am of course fall into the most serious category like you know nyt paris review books these are the kind of things that we thrive on and we have been doing that for so many years it's a part of our dna but we are a small percentage of people yeah. there are a lot of people who are reading long form content they are reading news articles they are reading detail and understanding of different subjects they want to you know like i'm sure you have that one friend who's into science fiction theories and is reading up a lot of stuff which is blogs you know yeah. i know a lot of parents who are going back to blogging to see what's the new age parenting looking like they are not looking at an instagram caption and getting convinced so yeah again it's just that hota na ki all that glitters is not gold and suddenly everybody wants to be that instagram influencer who goes to egypt and clicks this beautiful picture <laughs> and becomes viral overnight but what goes behind the scene is that that person's worked their ass off to reach there and in all probabilities has a very good blog 
and they are yeah. surviving on long form content but you are only seeing their you know egypt pictures and you know yeah. things that are going viral so there is long form con- content consumption for sure and you know like guy kawasaki said that again social media and blogging are not in competition with each other they are complementary to each other so yeah. when you think about long form content think of the ways that you reach that long form content maybe it was through social media so yeah there is definitely a lot of long form content acceptance <laughs> so you know while while you were saying about uh, people still feel ki blogging is dead or something like that i i i think it's it's really about what your understanding of the internet is and you know what your circle is because to a certain extent i always felt ki snapchat is dead but it's not it's, it's not. i mean people still use it and they yeah, are yeah. constantly coming up with new new features but yeah. because i i did not have anyone in my circle who's constantly using it and things like that and literally i put up a facebook status also one day that do you still use snapchat 10 15 20 people just kept saying no 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 but i'm still seeing ki you know this company is you know rolling out new features like day before yesterday they kind of created a similar like kind of a tiktok version in their own app and things like that and i'm wondering your reality is also outside what's in my head so yeah. like even if people feel ki blogging is dead but no that that might not be true even if that's, you know some of the great definitely uh, not true um i think also when you look at an all encompassing medium like facebook now facebook in us and the west is dead a lot of the tg that resides in the U, the west is the older tg Yeah. so there in you know brands like snapchat come into the picture there is the younger tg that they want to appeal yeah. to tiktok comes into the picture right like that's where instagram is finding it very difficult to hold on to the west um, yeah. as an audience because it's boring for them it's been yeah. there done that so social media is something which will never stay still you know you will never yeah. be able to hold on to it but blogging is like old school right it's it's yeah. there it's always going to be there you know you'll always find people who want to read blogs and as long as you can sustain that consistency i think it's an interesting medium to tap into yeah. i think i'm going to use this episode as a sarcastic taunt to all my friends who say ki why do you write blogs about this you're <laughs> writing long form things and all those things and it's and really cool. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and you know something that I was how you were saying ki it's it's constantly changing all these social media platforms. Like Instagram recently released guides. Now, it's it's kind of a let's say micro blog or like somewhere like a merge of both these things which which also, you know, they are also keep trying and trying to grab all the users that they can and you know retain them and things like that. So I I definitely feel it's it's not dead so let's let's just take that as the first key takeaway from exactly. this conversation yeah uh, <laughs> and you know no. then then keep talking about all the other things but the first key takeaway is it's it's not dead yeah it's the fact that like I said I think that's my favorite takeaway from the conversation that you know people who didn't know blogging 13 years back are today telling us it's dead you recognizing <laughs> blogging that's that's enough for us yeah, <laughs> you yeah. recognizing that it was alive at some point in the time and you know it's now dead that's enough for us right now yeah yeah something that i want to know from you is how did you establish and start blog chatter and you know how 
how how currently you are building a community all together is is what i want to know from you so i i have said it in other interviews and spaces wherever i have spoken about blog chatter that um the international groups were doing far better blogging they still are in my opinion but um there was a gap from an indian perspective we weren't looking at our content in a more all encompassing way you know what all can blogging do for you so i just wanted to spark a conversation um you know as i always keep saying over and over again blogging is not a formal structure right now so you know it's not like there's a course curriculum that you can adhere to and you know you would become yeah. a blogger you and i through conversations learn from each other i'm still learning uh from a lot of the new ones who come into the community so um i just wanted to build a platform where people could just learn at any age experience walk of life um honestly it was a side hustle it was a side project you know i had a day job uh, i didn't know that it would grow that big it's one of those things that i hadn't planned on and mm-hmm. uh, it reached a point where i had to take a call either i handed over say to somebody who deserves it more than me or mm-hmm. um, i kind of just take the baton ahead and i will have to quit my job so it was a very scary decision i come from a typical engineering uh, background mummy papa bilkul har mahine salary aane chahiye entrepreneur entrepreneur bakwas to bilkul bhi nahi karni hai aapko like <laughs> so it was a difficult decision to give up that kind of stability and you know embrace this life of risk but um, i think it grew from that point on and in the initial years i was really catching up because blog chatter was running faster than what i was complying with mm-hmm. and then i think around 3 4 years it took me to understand what's the direction that's happening how the community shaping where is it that we're leading up to i started with the assumption that people know how to create content that's what my assumption was in the beginning uh but they don't know how to market it how to utilize it so i didn't want to teach people how to create content better like how do you write better how do you make a video better i just thought that okay you have a blog and you have a video what do you do more with it how do you amplify it how do you engage with people now to the second part of the question that you you come up with um last odd one year you know so for example we concentrated on writing in the beginning then we shifted gears to video now we've shifted to podcast also so suddenly we've reached a point that content forms are so many that maybe now is a time to also help people in creating content so if you want to understand what my next jump is from the community perspective it's that i do want to teach people that okay you great at creating content but are you great at say creating a video or a podcast you know are you aligned on the medium basis and then of course mm-hmm. moving forward even on the marketing side for that um we have actually um taken up a lot of the tech integration also so we provide insights um i'm sorry yeah we provide insights we you know put together a lot of things say in terms of keyword analysis on your blog what has worked what has not worked where do you want to be so we integrating tech we've just started doing it um mm-hmm. and over the next few years we actually want to make tech the hero of our conversation and so that's the next big thing Got we are it. attempting so one thing that i you know typically observe um which you know again is a little different from how ig reels or stories or whatever that is is um when somebody is creating like a funny video or a tiktok or a reel i mean 
इट्स इट्स वेरी सब्जेक्टिव कि हाँ ये वीडियो फनी है या नहीं है बट वेर एज फॉर ब्लॉगिंग यू आई मीन इट्स इट इट कैन बी यू नो जज इट कैन बी एनालाइज दैट अगर you know if you have not used the correct keywords if it's not ranking on on the search engines so how much is blogging a creative process and a technical process is is what i want to know from you so i think that's a, a that's a very good question because you are right blogging is actually far more than just being creative which is why i love it so much because it's like a very involved process so you know like i said right in the beginning why so many influencers want to use the word blogger is because they also have that awareness that blogger means that you have evolved to a certain level uh, beyond mm-hmm. just being an influencer so i feel it's a mix of everything like as a blogger you are the chief marketing officer you are the chief content officer you know you are the ceo of your website and mm-hmm. creating content is 40% of the job working out the website layouts you know designing it uh, in such a way that it is accessible to everybody SEO of course plays a very important role having a dedicated mm-hmm. social media strategy for it so i think if you really want my answer i would say it's only 40% creating content and everything mm-hmm. else makes up the 60% and and mm-hmm. sometimes you will see and i have unfortunately even uh, uh, you know undergone that cycle that somebody with shoddy content leads the show because they were better at 60%. Now you can cry yeah. about it you can feel bad about it but the truth of the matter is that that 60% cannot be done away with. So yeah. that is where I think my position is on blogging. Yeah and I think that's that's something uh, you know I have also you know tried to explain to a lot of people ki uh, and especially like when when I speak to people who work in the media space and you know as soon as something is trending on Google or on Twitter you know it in minutes they write an article they write a blog about it so that you know then it's ranking yes. if people are searching about it and all those things like especially during like big events like IPL ya fir Diwali ho gaya ya anything like that yeah or like They're an just... apple event tech is such a exactly. on yeah. trending uh, conversation yeah yeah as soon as something is trending they are on their toes and it's 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 very technical at the same time it's also i i cannot deny that it's also creative and i think that's why it's a little difficult to yes. you know and also a little challenging and maybe that's why people are not very much attracted towards it whereas making a tiktok or a making a reel is way easier ki ha chalo ek audio dal diya kuch to bhi kar lo text dal do and things like that so yeah. i also feel that's the thing but but do you think if someone takes the blogging as a hobby or let's say a side hustle does it make them a better content writer or a copywriter or a social media person do you think yes. that's possible yes for sure um when we were hiring for our own team um we actually kept it as a thumb rule that you should have had some kind of an exposure into the blogging world because it's the kind of crash course that no degree can give you you could be an mba you yeah. could be a phd but if you do not understand what is the nuances of you know running your own show so again we vis-a-vis say an influencer who may have just worked on content and of course may have figured out networking but have you figured mm-hmm. out seo have you figured out how to write long captions um you know have you figured out how to market because instagram is just instagram you're not using twitter you're not using other mediums to market yourself so i feel blogging is an extremely um involved uh, journey and and even if you do not become a great blogger right like say if there is an xx person takes a blogging for a year and at the end of it does not get the desired results the skill set that you have imbibed 
are actually pretty much marketable in the industry right now because so many people would actually require you in the capacity say of a social media executive or a manager so yeah, yeah. i think it's a great journey to embark on um, irrespective of the fact of what the end result is yeah and i think it it also you know just teaches us the smaller things like you know the commitment to keep blogging because opening a blog on wordpress or any of these medium.com is completely free there's no entry to barrier and you know yes. anyone can just announce hey i have started a blog but how long can you keep going at it like for example like i have been writing this newsletter for like a year now every wow. sunday i i keep sending an email to all the subscribers and the best thing that i have learned from it is how to stay committed to your side hustle yeah. or to like your hobby because that commitment then can be used in your professional world in your work in your job whatever or in your personal life also and it's is something that's that's you know really really important whether you yeah. join a company or anything like that and and it also sort of teaches you how you can you know break down your long form of content and distribute it into like a twitter thread into a linkedin yes. post facebook instagram whatever all those things that is which indeed is very very as you said useful skills to have as a social media person or uh, something like that yeah i mean as a media person i would say you know understanding yeah, yeah. content and distribution is like a hack everyone should have right now yeah i'm i'm going to move away from the blogging and this discussion and something you know that recently happened in the media space is that uh have post india they shut down and you know it's because because for for a lot of reasons i also feel the media business is now very very tough uh unless and until like you are you are very very great like ny times or maybe politically funded like uh, republic or anything else but yeah. uh, <laughs> because also you know every individual kind of has got the authority to you know give their opinion uh and these let's say individual influencers or even let's say entrepreneurs they can also talk about politics or journalism anything like that do you think um traditional media will you know shut down and because you know they are the people who create a lot of credible long form content do you hmm. think if if they shut down we are going to you know see a decline in the long form content textual content okay i'll give you three four i actually have diverse sets of opinion for each one of these things a um i'm not a big fan of have post india in the beginning also um a lot of the bloggers were writing for free for them i had a huge huge um you know issue with that i had taken an exception i had actually informed a lot of my community members also that um do it once do it twice once you've got your game going but then it's a regular idea is just not right so i think in the beginning itself i wasn't really on boarded with what they were doing um that's my first problem with huff post what's happened with huff post is less to do with editorial and more to do with the fdi regulations that changed right that mm-hmm. um they were bought over by buzzfeed and buzzfeed was very clear that they will not um uh, you know come down to a 26% um A, a dissolution and so mm-hmm. fdi rules couldn't allow them to operate in india and brazil actually they've actually been shut down in both the countries right now mm-hmm. so that's a different macro conversation that the government is trying to do it is trying to mute a lot of foreign funded media because of course they cannot control them so much and you know and that's an independent voice 
not saying that's an independent voice worldwide but it is an independent voice from an indian perspective because the players who might be controlling them are not indian so they can't yeah. say anything against the government they might not say something against the us or the uk if yeah. it is so but they will not toe a line from an indian perspective which is what half post had done it had run pieces against the electoral bonds and i think that's where a lot of the targeting was already in place yeah so i think that's the half post side it's a very bigger conversation that's on right now from a from a very foreign funded digital media angle in india now coming to the point that rise of blogs rise of people who can give opinions give perspective give uh, uh, angles to trending conversations and how that translates into a larger conversation i agree that journalism um has reached a very critical point where i feel they need to reevaluate the model they have to understand what is it that they provide to the table if you are only dependent on government ads and political funding and you know and having that kind of a safety net so to say it will not run last it will not you know run for long i mean the yeah. governments come and go so you may have your golden period for 5 years 10 years and then it will be switched so yeah. i think that is not sustainable while some people may be looking at it from a shortcut and it's happening so it's, yeah. it's okay uh but traditional media has a lot to answer it has a lot to deliver um saying that a digital um, content creators have killed them or are harming them is an easy way of looking at their problem the more difficult way yeah. is what have you been doing for the last 10 years in terms of innovation have you really given the mic to the grassroots reporter yeah have yeah. you seen and there is some great journalism that's happening in india right now at a grassroots level which we are unaware of so yeah. if you give those people the mic take it away from the likes of the prime time anchors and give it to them there might be a renewed energy um, from the consumer end also So I think it's yeah. easier to say that you know we are competing with digital content creators with attention span etc etc. But five years uh, uh, you know back, if I told you that myth busting or fake news busting will become a sustainable model for somebody, none of yeah. us would have believed it, right? None of yeah. us would have said that this is true. But it's happening. Um, uh, you know, uh, setups like Alt News, uh, Boom Fact Check. they are yeah. running a great show they are profitable um they are not relying on government ads or they are not relying on political funding they've created a self sustainable model because they use the traditional media troops and innovated and provided something that the consumer wanted so i feel yeah. the traditional media has to sit back think where is in that they are going wrong great journalism is happening in this country but they're not getting their due yeah i think this this can get uh, into a whole rabbit hole altogether uh, but but in the interest of time i want to ask you one last question which is uh, how can we encourage people to you know keep creating long form content that's first like the e part of it and second if somebody has to start blogging today let's say in 2020 what are some things that they should you know keep in mind before entering into it uh because I, i one thing that i strongly tell people is you know starting is very easy is it's yeah. about how you keep going at it so yeah. what are some suggestions that you would want to give uh to like expiring bloggers 
what was the first question i'm sorry I'm the sorry. first one was uh, how can we encourage more people to you know correct, uh, correct, create long form content so i think uh, encouraging people to create long form content is not a, not something that should be our responsibility right it's a very each to his own sort of an affair and if they believe that they are serious about the kind of work that they want to do they will eventually arrive here i've seen a lot of people stumble their way through instagram not get the right kind of approach and then eventually say you know this medium falls short in delivering what i want and then they block so i think let them have their own uh, journey through the rabbit hole to arrive at the conclusion that a long form content is for them so that's one thing what you and i can do is hail and champion good content creators on our platforms give them the right kind of limelight and perhaps expect that that will become a chain of reaction that will flow into more people so i feel that's the one thing we can do coming to the uh, second part of the question in today's time as a blogger there are 37 million websites uh, online which are ranked by alexa right so how are you different what is it that you have done there's so much of digital clutter today forget instagram influencers or uh, twitter even from a blogging perspective so many blogs so many websites why should a reader read you so i think the first thing that we need to remember is that before you become a food blogger or a tech blogger or a travel blogger you are you so bring that personality completely out right um it could be any kind of personality it could be that i was the gangadhar tilak of my class and that's what i'm going to be right so you have to bring forth that authentic you that's the first thing i'd say and then of course create content in line with that personality third is that uh, what we've been talking about through the conversation also that content is 40% so please recognize it from day one that there are 60% worth of other activities that you'll have to do so make a plan ask for help um it's always around people are extremely cooperative when it comes to blogging communities they love each other they support each other they champion each other like anything all you need to do is just reach out one person dm them ask them they don't reply dm five more people one will reply take their help and build that 60% stronger than your 40% because that's what will propel you further and third and last matlab i don't think it's the least is that create small deadlines for yourself so you know you it could be like um i'm going to post twice a week and so then say for 6 months i'm going to do this i'm not going to look at results i'm not going to look at impact i'm not look, going to look at that whether i am the next big viral superstar of the blogging world yeah. but i have done it it was um something that i promised myself and here i am so these three things and i feel a lot of it will be solved just by this yeah yeah i think and people if dm you you are kind enough to you know reply i i also. love it i love it because i think in in due process um sometimes the best idea i do is i just quickly connect to the blog chatter community and there's always somebody who will fit the bill somebody will say ki acha ye blogging to main sikhaunga yaar no something i i'm more keen on teaching so i think um, please you can reach out to blog chatter also hum kafi acche souls hain um, we are in fact thinking of coming up with a new blogger track which is a little more tech oriented so that you start a process and it takes you through a tech orientation that you know and at the end of 6 months you can see all the things you learned where do you reach and then after 6 months it just shuts off and tells you that you are now a blogger 
so we are also exploring something like that but beyond tech also we are happy people <laughs> tell us your how did you decide what your ig username should be uh, where can people reach you and also the story behind it because i keep wondering this why is your username sub zero richa right if so i'm a serial entrepreneur guys so sub zero was my first magazine that i had started in college with a bunch of friends i had an investor and all of that jazz and it ran for some time and then it shut up because we couldn't continue it anymore so it's one of my most emotional connect to that time because i have um, actually been on the streets sold magazines outside malls and you know and and been told by the guard that aapko to police mein bhej denge ya magar aap bar bar aaoge yahan pe and then you know give that magazine to the guard and convince ki are aap pad ke to dekho and then that guard telling us acha bacche ke liye le jate hain aur you know acha aap ek ghante aur khade ho jao so sub zero was actually my first company which i had set up on my own and it taught me a lot of things um and at the same time it, it was my first heartbreak as an entrepreneur that it did not work out so i think that is my way of keeping it throughout as part of my identity my email ids are also my personal email ids are also that so that's the story i cannot believe i had to wait for one and a half year to ask you this question about oh. why your username <laughs> is subzero richa but now finally like i know was the story behind it and you know I when you were saying i wrote a very saying, cool editorial piece introducing the name that um, if we have time i'll quickly explain it so i when the name came up people were like this is a very unique name why so i was like because it represents everything this magazine will be so first is that you know sub zero which is negative temperature so we very cool sets of people where these young lords were doing it sub zero because uh, you know ultimately to sub zero hi hai to shunya ho gaya hai sab kuch so you know we are very zen set of lot also and the third is that the mortal kombat's uh, main uh, character is sub zero so you know mm-hmm. besides don't be fooled by the cool and the zen avatar of our life we are pretty warrior clan when we want to be and hence the name sub zero yeah you know i i forgot to ask you this while we were talking about uh i when i quit my job i did not tell my parents for two months wow you know, jab, tak, jab tak notice period ho gaya and fir you know main ghar aa gaya and i'm telling them that i'm working from home मॉम डैन एंड मॉम डैड और हैप्पी की अरे बच्चा घर से काम कर रहा है पैर पगार भी आ रहा है एंड ऑल दोस्ट थिंग एंड आई जस्ट वेटिंग टू टेल देम कि मैं कब बताऊँ इनको कि आई क्विट माई जॉब एंड दैट्स वाई आई कम बैक होम विद ऑल माई लगेज द डे वेन आई टोल्ड देम दे वर लाइक शॉक एंड एंड देर लाइक की वॉट हैपेंड आई यू फायर्ड और डिड यू क्विट Like this was their question, okay? First of question. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I want to ask you, how did you convince your parents that you know, or you know, the entire family that yeah, I want to quit my job? Convincing then, you know, my thing. dad was super easy, okay? Because mm-hmm. he was of the opinion that I was stuck and that my potential is far more than just my day job. So convincing him was fairly easy because he was telling me for the past four five years that. वो खुद भी बोर होते हैं आई थिंक उनका ऐसा लगता है कि मेरे बच्चे मेरे साथ ही रहे ना पूरे टाइम सो ही वॉज कन्विंस्ड कि वो मुझे बोलते थे तू छोड़ देना जितने पैसे तुझे देते ना मैं दे देता हूँ तो वो कुछ कर ले सो ही बिकॉज ही वॉन्टेड मी टू बी विथ हिम एंड यू नो जस्ट बी विथ विथ हिम ऑल द टाइम सो ही वॉज दी वॉज एंड ही नेवर बिन द काइंड ऑल्सो हुई नो टू एनी थिंग दैट वी वॉन्ट टू डू 
but the extended family underwent the kind of crisis that i think like they quit their jobs you know because they just went crazy um people would keep coming my, at my house they would go to my dad's house um you know they would sit down and make him understand and i was in tata motors so tata is chhod kar kaun jata hai and who is stupid enough to leave a tata company job and you know so that was like a scary field to be in because my masis used to call me every week and you know they would like it it would go from um, you know trying to make me understand from a very normal perspective and the end conversation would be ki tum barbaad ho jaoge aur hum dekh ke rahenge ki tum barbaad ho gaye so it was a very melodramatic phase <laughs> to undergo because they had reached that point ki tum to we will watch you like burn the house down you know because this is what's going to happen to you now because because similar things happened at my place like my relatives <laughs> favorite topic of discussion for them was what is pawan going to do now in future mba karega ki ms karega ki upsc ki taiyari karega <laughs> oh upsc oh my and god like, what I, I, i don't want to be you know diving into books i want to dive outside go to goa manali and all those places But I yeah, was also like, explained, you know, my mama tried to explain to me. So my entire family is a very government job orientation, right? So my mama tried to explain to me that you have to have a certain age. So you PCS give it. If you don't have IAS, you have to give it. And you know, this you will get. But my dad put us put down. So my father was the only person who kept saying that she will not do a government job because her personality is not like that. I've been in a government job. ये किसी को घुसा उसे मार कर आएगी and she will go to jail. So he had it. sorted but now they do talk about it it was i and i remember all my all of masi's work so you know i would try to explain them that um, i won't do it because i want brighten you know widen my vision and i have blog chatter i'm not even quitting something which is not a money making enterprise it is a money making entity right okay. now so they would try and tell me ki ambition is often the you know the death of dreams and you know you hame dekho hum kaise consistently same job karte aa rahe hain itne saalon se and we reached here i think they were just and when i look back and i think about it i think a lot of people also become scared because they like we couldn't do it yeah we couldn't do it so we had all these livers and all these forces of nature stopping us then He, who is this person who is able to do it? And yeah. now looking back, because statute, you know, blog data set up itself and it grew into whatever. Now the whole family would be like, "We are so proud." We <laughs> always knew she is going to do this. Always. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to write a book about Indian workers, <laughs> parents, and all those things. But yes, that charcha is for uh, sometime mother. But but I want to end on a uh, happy and you know, like a positive note that. these things like you know why you want to pursue your passion or you know why do you want to you know just be an entrepreneur and you know quit that job sometimes for an outsider this doesn't look like a very rational decision like you know on paper ki kitna pagar aa raha hai tumhara kharcha kya hai and all those things these things don't rationally add up because passion and ambition is is sometimes very personal and also very irrational in nature ki correct correct you cannot always explain ki why am i passionate about building a community or you know like just just getting new experiences in life and all those things so anybody who's watching this or listening this if people still tell you that you know it's a illogical decision stupid decision i would at least say yeah yaar ek bar to bhi try karo correct yeah, correct do bar to bhi aise exactly exactly yeah, once you must do it once and i'm the last person who would 
take any risk without calculation so a lot of people think that the kind of personality i have that men to dhakka maar diya hoga apne aap ko agar kuch socha ho jayega hoga nahi bahut hi galat hai dosto main matlab i am one person who will plan my day also to the t so i get very flustered you know if i have to reschedule something you know and if i have to tell somebody ki ye nahi ho pa raha on time now that kind of a person taking this kind of a gym, jump was not easy but maine exactly what you said i made that statement to somebody that whatever i used to get peanuts in tata motors but i used to say whatever peanuts i'm getting in tata motors if i can manage to get the same amount from my own setup even if i'm working twice the number of hours i am super happy so yeah yeah i feel that conclusion was so important and i thought ki kyunki mujhe peanuts mil rahe the ye bhi mujhe ek bahut important point lagta hai the risk attached was less because i think yeah. somebody who's earning a lot of money at the job you know they they get attached to it that you yeah. know they're getting so much money how they will never be able to balance it out i was getting almost nothing so i was like itna i know myself ki rock charter nahi bhi chalana main freelance karke kama lunga so i think yeah. that equation was different but having said all of this exactly how pavans puts it try it once it's yeah <laughs> it won't be the end of the world and you know what at the end of it tum kuch seekh ke hi bahar nikloge matlab yeah yeah it's an experience of a lifetime thank you so much richa i think this this has been uh, you know i i forgot how many key takeaways are there in this conversation how sweet are you uh, i'm like i've forgotten how many key takeaways are there but i'm sure definitely everyone will watch this and listen to this thing i hope i hope you guys like it yes it was super and fun if, if, if you all have any questions sub zero richa and you also know the story behind it like just dm her directly when you listen yes. or watch this episode But yes. thank you so much and I'm going to be uh speaking to you again very very soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.